Hello, welcome to Only God Rescued Me. I'm Lisa Meister, your host, and today I want to talk about biblical SRA. It's very important that we understand that it did not just show up and has nothing to do with the Bible at all, because it's all over the Bible once you start seeing where it is, and we haven't heard a lot about it from the pulpits, so let's find out, do a little bit of a dive, and you can start seeing it. Deuteronomy 12, 29 through 31 is important. And Moses says, when Yahweh your God cuts off from before you the nations which you go to dispossess, and you displace them and dwell in your land, take heed to yourself that you are not ensnared to follow them after they are destroyed from before you, that you do not inquire after their God, saying, how did these nations serve their gods? I will also go and do likewise. You shall not worship Yahweh your God in that way. For every abomination to Yahweh, which he hates, they have done before their gods. For they burn even their sons and daughters in the fire to their gods. Now, this is information that he's given to the children of Israel before they go into the promised land. So they're coming out of Egypt and they're God is going to use them to wipe out all the Canaanites as they go in. And the reason for this is, is because the Canaanites are worshiping very wicked, evil gods. They have Baal, they have Molech, they have Asherah, and they have a lot of other names. But basically what it comes down to is child sacrifice, burn their sons and daughters in the fire to their gods. But also, he says, then he says, do not even inquire. So th that's not the worst of it. Burning their sons and the daughters in the fire isn't the worst of it. There's other evil things. And he says, don't even be curious about it because it will be a hook to you and you will do it. And that's why he's telling them to get rid of all the people. So that information won't even be in their head and be a hook for them. This is God protecting Israel. Now we know that they did not get all the people out, but they were, they started to in Joshua 10, they came up against the Ammonites. And in verse 11, God killed more of the Ammonites with hailstones than even Joshua and his army did with the sword. That's very fascinating. And then we come to because they did not get rid of all the Canaanites, this worshiping of other gods. And it's not just statues. And that's one thing that we need to understand as a, in this day and age. Worshiping of other gods isn't just, oh, I believe in another god, so I'm going to make this statue of wood or make it out of gold or bronze, and then I'm going to bow down to it. That's not what it is. They, they did a lot of evil evil, wicked things, which we're going to get into, which is satanic ritual abuse. It's SRA. And because they did not get rid of all the people, that information of how to do it stayed there and it snared Israel into it. And so we get into the kings of Israel and we come to King Manasseh and he even named his son Ammon and we come back to the Ammonites. And they were an extremely wicked group of people in the way they served their gods. 
And in 2 Chronicles 33, 6, and it says, He, King Manasseh, caused his children to pass through the fire, fire in the valley of the son of Hinnom. Also, he observed times, he used enchantments, he used witchcraft, dealt with familiar spirits, with wizards. He brought much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. He provoked God to anger. So he's using witchcraft, he's using magic, he's using familiar spirits. He's observing the times, that means the moon, and and, and he is using all of the evil, all of the extreme demonic that he can get his hands on. And he pulled Israel along with him. Second Kings 21.9, but they paid no attention and Manasseh seduced them to do more evil than the nations whom Yahweh had destroyed before the children of Israel. So not only were the Canaanites bad, but God gave them to, God gave the land to Israel and he said, follow after me. And then he gave them a lot of rules, a lot of statutes, a lot of ordinances to keep them safe, to help them to stay on the right path. And if you stay on the right path, then you're not going to get off into serving these other gods and get off into all these rituals and all this magic and all this evil, this sin, because the moment you get off into that, then that's the devil's playground and he can hurt you. But that's what they did. Second Kings 21, 11, and because Manasseh, king of Judah, had done these abominations and had done wickedly above all the Amorites did, which were before him, and had made Judah also to sin with idols. Verse 12, therefore, thus says the Yahweh God of Israel, behold, I'm bringing such evil upon Jerusalem and Judah that whoever hears of it, both of his ears will tingle. And remember that both of his ears will tingle. And then we get to Jeremiah in the Valley of the Son of Hinnom. This is a place right outside the walls of Jerusalem where the kings went to sacrifice children and participate in SRA. God sent Jeremiah to put his feet in the valley of the son of Hinnom to call in judgment because of them participating in SRA. And once you start understanding that all of this idolatry worship was satanic ritual abuse, you will see that Jeremiah, Isaiah, Ezekiel, we're all talking about Israel, stop doing this. Get out of this ritual abuse. Follow hard after me. Come back to me. So he sends Jeremiah to the valley of the son of Hittim to call in judgment because of what they are doing. Verse three, behold, I will bring such a catastrophe on this place, the valley of the son of Hittim, that whoever hears of it, his ears will tingle. And did we just not hear that judgment placed upon Manasseh and Israel because of the evil of Manasseh and what he pulled Israel into. Verse four, they have filled this place with the blood of innocence. It's all the children that they killed. Five, they have built the high places of Baal to burn their sons with fire offerings to Baal, which I command, did not command or speak, nor did it come into my mind. It never even came into God's mind to do this. I love that. Our God is so good that he could never even conceive that man could get that evil. Verse six, this place shall no more be called Tophet or the Valley of the Son of Hinnom, 
but the valley of slaughter. And don't you love that God does not play games of calling things nice more nicely than what they are? He calls it exactly what it is. You slaughter your children here. And we're going to have a friend come on soon, but he was recently in Israel. And when Jesus was on the way to the cross, he passed by, he could see the valley of the son of Hinnom, which I think is beautiful. And it's because of the wickedness of Manasseh that Babylon came in, captured Jerusalem, and then you have the carrying away of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That is why Jerusalem was captured. It's because of the sins of following after the other gods in satanic ritual abuse. And man still follows after it today. Ecclesiastes 1.9, King Solomon says there is nothing new under the sun. Nothing has changed. And I think this is interesting because King Solomon followed after SRA also. First Kings 11 tells about that. And he himself built Tophet, which is the groves in the Valley of the Son of Hinnom, where they actually went to do these rituals. And what he found in following other groves in these that you can call demons into these children. And then you have sex with the children. You get this the demons to go into the children. And then you have the sex trafficking going on. And they get this supercharged demonic power. And so once Jesus died, then they added the twisting of false Jesus, bringing it in and bringing the children to the point of death, bringing them back to life. And that's all mocking Jesus. And then a little triggering here, but bringing in Bibles, crosses, communion with cannibalism, false tongues, and all sorts of other stuff that they added in after the death of Jesus. Going back into Ezekiel, Ezekiel 8, and we're going to read 6 through 12. Furthermore, he said to me, son of man, do you see what they're doing? The great abominations that the house of Israel commits here to make me go far away from my sanctuary. Now turn again and you will see greater abominations. So he brought me to the door of the court, and when I looked, there was a hole in the wall. And he said to me, son of man, dig into the wall. And when I dug into the wall, there was a door. And he said to me, go in and see the wicked abominations that they're doing there. And so I went in and saw, and there every sort of creeping thing, abominable beasts, and all the idols of the house were portrayed there all around the walls. So within the walls, there's all the abominations. And there stood before them 70 men of the elders of the house of Israel. And in the midst stood Janaziah, the son of Shaphan, and in the censer in his hand, and a thick cloud of incense went up. And he said to me, son of man, have you seen what the elders of the house of Israel do in the dark? Every man in the room of his idols, for they say, Yahweh does not see us. Yahweh has forsaken the land. So, Ezekiel's getting called in and he's it's in the dark it's the 70 elders of Israel these are the people that are in charge of the tabernacle they're in charge of the religious education of Israel itself these are the religious leaders and in the dark 
they are worshiping these false idols. And that means that they are participating in this magic. They're participating in SRA. They're participating in this evil. They're participating in SRA. Ezekiel 9.4, and Yahweh said to him, go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, put a mark on the forehead of the men who sigh and cry over the abominations that are done within it. And he sent six angels out and they went and there was not one person crying out about the abominations, not one. So in Ezekiel 10, then God's glory left the temple and it has not been back since. Horrible, horrible. Jeremiah 8, behold the voice of the daughter of the cry of my people, verse 19. Why have they provoked me to anger with their graven images and with strange vanity? Again, we're getting back to graven images. We are getting back to ritual worship of these gods. Satanic ritual abuse. 21, for the hurt of the daughter of my people, I am hurt. I am black, which means I mourn. Astonishment has taken a hold on me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician here? Why then is not the health of my daughter, of my people, recovered? So he's saying the cry of the people from SRA is reaching my throne. All the victims, they're crying out to me. And I am hearing it. Why is nobody stopping and stepping in and going enough? Why is nobody stopping this? Why are the leaders in the churches participating in this? And it is going on to this day. The, the survivors that come to me. It was my dad. He's the pastor of the church. It's my dad. He's on the board of the church. It's my dad. He's the worship leader in my church. It's my dad. He's the Sunday school leader in my church. It's my dad. He's a high name minister. If I told you who he was and they tell me the name, it's like, yes, I know who he is. Yes, I know who he is. I've heard this name. I've heard this name. These are the high level people. Ephesians 5, 12 through 13, for it is shameful even to speak of these things which are done by them in secret, but all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light for whatever makes manifest is light. God is calling this out. We are in the day that he is exposing. This is the day of exposing. This is the day of stopping. God sees. God sees. So if someone comes to you, and tells you the name of some big name, whatever. And you go, oh no, not him. Oh no, he's, he is godly. No way. They can put on a show. They can say the right things in the light, but what are they doing in the darkness? God sees it. God sees it. Don't stand up for people that you don't know. Listen to the survivors. Listen to the stories. Listen to truth. Open your heart, have capacity to listen. But look at now, go back and reread the Bible, understanding that when you're talking about idolatry, when God says, I'm a jealous God, it's not just people are going saying, oh, I've just created a God and now I'm going to worship him. And he's God saying, oh, I'm a jealous God. That's not what it is. This is a serious, serious 
evil wickedness that they are working in. It's not just a little deception. They are choosing to turn their back on God. They are choosing to harm their children to get demonic power from it. So when you have a survivor that's bold enough to come forward and speak and tell you what happened to them, which is terrifying to them. And they have the shame of it on their shoulders because they, because the perpetrators are putting all the shame on them and they have the courage and the power to step forward and say, this happened to me. We need to listen and say, oh yes, I know about that. I've read the Bible. It's all over. Let me take your hand. Let me walk with you. Let me pray with you. And as a church, let's start opening our ears to hear and let's start kicking these perpetrators out and say, absolutely not. You have no space in my church. And let's let the church be the place for the Lord God so that his presence can come back into the church where he has the space to move and to have his being and the Holy Spirit is there. So thank you for listening. If you haven't found my website, go to onlygodrescueme.com. You can find more information there. If you want to donate, you can find a donate button there. You can give to the ministry. And I appreciate you listening. Thank you and God bless you.